and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable coming to you from various places in and around Los Angeles, including Treasonable Studios with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week, comedian, world traveler, economist, and the host and creator of the Villains of History podcast. Always a pleasure to have her here with us, even if it is socially distanced via Skype. Welcome, Kat Alvarado. Hey. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Also excited that uh, the background muter outer uh, is is also muting out my mic. You can't even see it. How wow. amazing. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you know, it's funny. When, when you first got on the video, because I've become so accustomed to the home study, at first you popped up and we were having some sound problems, but I could see this like beautiful, you know, corner skyline looks, sort of loft looks space. Like I, I, it's like I, I live in Manhattan. It kind of reminds me of uh, the apartment in Big. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I'm like, you just need the bunk beds and the trampoline and, and the Papa shop machine. So there, <laughs> yeah, it's, it is awesome. Well, hey. I uh, should add that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've I've been doing that. I have a I have a regular game night that we do via Zoom. And so it it's kind of like when you're you're sort of window shopping not for anything in particular and and you're oh, oh yeah, that's cool. I that would be fun to have. And so I've been doing that with different images around the web like, oh hey, yeah, that would be a great background. There was a background from Grand Theft Auto. It's like, hey, let's let's have some fun with this. The one that's really freaked people out though is the guy with the exploding head from Scanners, um, because when you, yeah, it's maybe for the right crowd. It's it's just it's a it's a visual gag looking for the right crowd with the emphasis on mm-hmm. gag. Well, uh, enough about that. Welcome, Cat. As always, we are also joined by comedian, scholar, and the black voice of reason. Always a pleasure to introduce Mr. Time and Ship. Welcome. Thank you, Dave. Power to the people. Good to be here on this beautiful Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Yoshimite. Yoshimites, yes, yes, Thailand. Yeah. Yo, Yosemites, That was, yes. I, I love that when he corrected Yosemites to Yosemites. Like, there's not, where's the end coming from? Like, is, <laughs> Yosemites. What? Yeah, Let me add that. some semen to the mix. Semen yeah, never ruins but, anything. You know, demon sperm has been on his mind and possibly on E. Jean Carroll's dress, which is one of the many things uh, we are going to be talking about this week. Me, I am Dr. David Robinson. I'm your Vin Scully for the impending apocalypse and possibly the current one. We are going to be talking about so much because it has been a bit of a crazy week and uh, I, I got some theories. But first, a word from our sponsors at Community Spread. It's morning in America. And people are waking up to the great taste of community spread. I kind of want toast, but it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's community spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... 
Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches. Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using community spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast-topping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. And new from the makers of Community Spread, it's Unmitigated Spread. If you barely acknowledged Community Spread before, try Unmitigated Spread. Unmitigated Spread. It's time for a second peek. Uh, Speaking of times... (laughs) You know, we got to keep these things current. Uh, (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, But talking about time for a second peek, uh, let's take a look at some other figures. It is 87 days until the election. Today, the Paycheck Protection Plan Loan Program joins the federal augmentation of unemployment benefits on the expired pile. And as of yesterday, we've got 160,977 Americans dead from the coronavirus and 4,950,708 confirmed cases over the past week. There have been an average of 54,332 cases per day, which, according to the New York Times, is an 18% decrease from two weeks ago. So a little bit of good news for America, but still a little too late for 160,977 of us. That's like saying, (laughs) that's like saying, look, this week, this week, my husband only gave me one black guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're running out of doorknobs in that proverbial house of abuse. Uh, Oh, boy. (laughs) It's it's kind of astounding. I'm presuming you guys saw the Axios interview or at least the, the, for lack of a better term, highlights clip. I've seen highlights. And let me tell you, oh, my God, <laughs> that's like finding out that the conductor on your train is on PCP. What? <laughs> I don't know. That's bad. Have you seen the YouTube videos of people on PCP? Oh, Lord. Someone uh, just talks about salad for an hour. I, mm-hmm. I, You know what? I, I don't know if it holds up, but. I when I this is one of those things where all right kid you got you got to check this out you kids in your YouTubes and things but when I was a kid uh, there was an after school special about Angel Dust and if I'm I I think there were several because I know there was one where Helen Hunt jumps out of a window and I don't remember that being the one that my parents made me watch. And and I will say, I've never done PCP. Um, but there is something about a lot of the, the after-school specials about drugs in, in the 70s and early 80s that really made drugs seem awesome. <laughs> you know, it, it's like, oh yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just my approach to things, but, you know, it, it rather than don't do drugs it was like don't do so much that jumping out of a second story window seems like a good idea i know a comic who has this joke of of like you know how come is it that we just figure out that maybe doing a little bit of drugs is good (laughs) because microdosing is popular now 
Like it took it took like fifty years since the beginning of drugs last century for us to be yeah, like, wow, P- I don't know. Yeah, PCP. You know, well, it did. My brother did end up butt naked off of PC, <laughs> PCP and vomiting and all that stuff, as well as they called him a black Bailey squirrel paw, whatever the hell that was. <laughs> but uh, and uh, was, were were you guys in uh, East St. Louis then, or was this Colorado no, days? No, he was. This was Colorado. He had got hold of some PCP. His buddy was out licking the car. So <laughs> hey, you know. And all of that sounds just about as sane as Trump's Axios interview. Yeah, that you know maybe maybe he's getting a little. Uh, I don't know. Can you can you make shrooms out of Adderall? Uh, am I getting I, am I, I getting know, too deep into the terminology was- here? <laughs> that, that interview that interview wow. was i mean one people say he shouldn't have been doing that uh yeah especially just look at it just look at it a thousand are dying well you don't know that hey it's, it is what it is now it is what it is you don't really ever hear when you hear a president saying it is what it is yeah you know we are fucked yeah that's when you know hey man yeah it, you know. I know what's going to happen. Like Russia's going to bomb us with a nuke, and he's going to be like, "Well, it is what it is." They, uh, you know, what? Well, that's a, <laughs> that's yeah. one of the things that Kat, you probably like. The Cold War was pretty much over and done with by the time you were in in grammar school and stuff. Yeah, correct. So yes. yeah, growing up, I mean, I for us in you know in the in the eighties, it wasn't. It wasn't as bad as like, you know, 1950s duck and cover, nowhere the fallout shelter. But, you know, we we had Reagan. So there was definitely a feeling that, yeah, nuclear wars, it's like a possibility, sort of remote, but yeah. And then there was the the made for TV movie, um, the uh, shit. What was it, Diamond? Um, Reds? No, no. The one where the they nuked lawrence kansas uh the next day was that but yeah it it was basically one of those things that for years people were like holy shit how did that get on television and i i'm certainly not at like 80s level fear because i'm an adult and more cynical and jaded and so it's like "Eh, whatever um but like just on on the yeah that's that's getting back on the list of possibilities with the election coming up and trump running out of options and his misunderstanding of basic english i i am like a little bit concerned that he's gonna take the nuclear option meaning that to be a literal nuclear option (laughs) like to try and you know i'm the big man There is a there is one of the Lincoln Projects commercials that came out this week had to do with the it is what it is quote and they're doing a great job of destroying him and what the commercial shows is just images of essential workers of doctors trying to save people's lives of people on ventilators and then they just have the repeated quote it is what it is it is what it is it is what it is it's really impactful. Yeah, it is. I like all the Lincoln Project stuff that they're doing. They have uh, the, one of the articles in the Flipboard was <laughs> stating that the Republicans are going to have to, you know, they're going to have to blow it up, basically blow up the Republican Party, basically to, you know, we got to get rid of this guy, and and take our take our you know our lumps for a while, turn things over to the Democrats, 
clean it up, try to come back. Because if they don't, I mean, he has really flat out destroyed the Republican Party. He, they, I mean, and they, Mark Meadows, he doesn't care that from what the flip board was saying. Also, he doesn't care anything actually about Republican anything. He's just, they're going to destroy it. Yeah. You get they're these, just, just, yeah. well, first of all, uh, do you guys remember the, the Simpsons episode where Homer becomes the, the trash commissioner and, uh, I, it, a just classic episode B Steve Martin, as a, as a guest voice, see one of the funniest uses of the Sanford and Son theme ever. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. And also, if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, the episode ends with them basically putting the whole town on the backs of flatbed trucks and moving it to another town, like all the buildings, because they fucked it up so badly. And as a metaphor oh for God. what Trump has done to the Republican Party and the country by extension. It is such a great episode. I, I would love to see it used in history classes if if kids ever go back to school. The fact that he can't say, I mean, you thought Bush couldn't say nuclear? <laughs> this guy's fucking up. Yosemite. Yo, Yosemites. Yosemites. <laughs> and Thailand. Yeah. Come on, man. He said Thailand. Is that what that came yeah. from? Yeah, he yeah. was talking I about. I thought it was just a joke you made on, on no. Facebook. No, Thailand. no, no, no. Thailand. Um, yeah. Google. What, what's Thailand? Uh, Google Thailand <laughs> and Twitter. Uh, it's it's uh, you know country over in in Asia where well I mean you know they have provided us with such wonderful things as pad thai. Or, I'm sorry, pad thai. Apparently, uh, yeah. No, Thailand sounds like. It's like an all dark meat fried chicken joint, which if if you want to launch that, I, I'm not asking for any money uh, for, for the naming rights, just, you know, free, a free three piece meal uh, every once in a while. But yeah, uh, oh Google, God. Google, wow. Twitter, Thailand, Sorry, that's the easiest. I just Googled it. Wow. Yeah. He thought Thailand, like he seriously said Thailand, he pronounced it Thailand. Yeah, he got well, it right this, the second time. Is, these are the, and these but, are the people who hated Obama for having an education. This is this is what, I mean, they thoroughly rejected this guy, and they're sitting there, I think half of them probably have already, they're, they're going to be jumping off cliffs with nooses around their necks. They're going to have to, because they, they thoroughly, a lot of them are just saying, I don't know if you've heard any of the interviews of the people who voted for Trump, they said, I just didn't know he was going to do it. Like, he, he ran a reality TV show. They said He said he was a great businessman. He said a lot of shit. That doesn't mean <laughs> it was true. You know, and you're just buying it? Like, I, I didn't know. You should hear him. All of all these Trump supporters are now saying, I can't believe he did what he did. I can't believe he's this bad. Really? Yeah. We told y'all. Well, I, you know, I think <laughs> they we're, we're talking about. Genius. They really believed him. We're we're talking about people who, when their kid is watching Blue's Clues, they will they will stop and walk through the room because they are truly engaged in the mystery. They they're not they're not Mensa, um, you know, and that's fine. But a, a little bit of critical thinking, I think, is you know appreciated if if they could possibly do that. So. One of the things that I, I think 
is interesting. And y'all know I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't believe in most of the conspiracies that people push, but every once in a while stuff just kind of adds up where it's like, I, I don't think this is a conspiracy, but if this were all true, what a conspiracy it would be. Um, one of the big stories in the news this week is that with Congress at a stalemate on negotiating, you know, we mentioned that the, uh, the PPP loan program expires today and the, the Republicans in the Senate are still arguing amongst themselves over how badly they can screw the American people to the benefit of business and themselves. So they're busy doing that, which it means the White House is negotiating with the Democrats in the House. And that's not going well. So at the end of the week or towards the end of the week, Trump says, well, I'm going to issue executive orders that will extend the, the federal unemployment benefits and would would you know, keep the moratorium on evictions, almost said executions. We're not quite there yet, but basically doing all these things that are actually going to benefit the people. So in, in another world, in a sane world, it would seem totally ridiculous to say, well, maybe the Republicans in the Senate are scotching this deliberately to pass the ball to the white house and the white house is fucking up the negotiations with the house just to create a scenario where Donald Trump can emerge from the trash heap as the hero saying, I will make sure you get your extra $600 a week, which for reference on what that's all about, go watch the, the old Chris rock routine of I take care of my kids yeah, you know, this is what the government is supposed to be doing. And putting it all together like that would seem ridiculous, if not for the fact that last week we were talking about news reports that Jared Kushner and the Coronavirus Task Force decided to, to put aside a national plan because they figured, oh, well, we can just blame this on Democrats because it's happening in blue states. But you're having a but he but you know Trump wants to come out with a payroll tax. Well, yeah, that's the, a with with which the Republicans want nothing to do with, and he's sitting here ruining. I mean, it's like if he was going to come out this so-called victor because they said the president, or like you were saying, was is set up where he'll come in and and save the day. Well, he can't because there's like you said, they're still arguing over something that they can't even agree on, which the Democrats put their plan out well over three months ago right and trump is going to ruin it real quick asterisk to the the phrase saves the day when when i say trump comes in to save the day there is no or very minimal actual saving involved there's all i mean look at his entire career and especially his time in office it's all about empty promises and you right. know it's like I've said for, I mean, fucking three years, why there has like the American theater community hasn't staged a massive revival of the music, man, except maybe rewrite the ending where the town goes to shit. Marion's left heartbroken, uh, pregnant, can't get an abortion because Harold Hill fucked that. You know, I mean, 
the, the whole thing, like, yeah, him saving the day, it's a bunch of scams. It's spinning plates, but he will brag about saving the day. Talking about right. his executive orders, how he's going to uh, institute an executive order mandating that insurance companies must cover pre-existing conditions. Yeah, we have that. It's called Obamacare, the thing you've been trying to get rid of. Yeah. It's marketing. Which, Republican, which Republicans have those that are... Uh, who have that plan, have the Obamacare plan, are looking at him like, dude, you better not touch that. I mean, because those are those uh, elderly who voted for him, and now you're taking away something that they've embraced that they can't get from a Republican. So you should actually be shooting them in the foot. So they're, they're really stuck. It's know? the most that- narcissistic, manipulative thing I've ever heard. Like, this is the... The, this sounds like a something a psychopathic divorced parent would do is take something away from the kid and then give it back and see, look what I gave you. Well, as luck it's would have it, he is a psychopathic divorced parent. And I think you're right, by the way. You are dead <laughs> right about them passing it to Trump like so that he can save the day. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's 100% plausible. Because he said that we will turn this over. They had already stated we're going to turn this over to the, the president's going to try to do an executive order, which is illegal. He can't. You cannot yeah. do an executive order on the things that he's trying to pass. You know, mm-hmm. it still has to go through Congress. But yeah. I, I, I got to say. Congress has the power of the purse. That's how it works. If if he is going to do an executive order that, that adds 600 bucks a week to unemployment uh, for as long as the virus goes on, that's either a sign that we are going to have to, you know, live in a world where the government declares the virus over and uh, all these people are just dying of allergies, which I I would say, and not saying that's going to happen, but watch watch for Republicans buying large amounts of, of stock in the companies that make over-the-counter allergy medicines. And yeah. and then maybe, maybe I might be onto something. Well, I think that's what, you know, Dave, it's funny you said. That's why hydrochloroquine was so, you know, there are guys that were, he was, Trump was really trying to promote that. Because people are taking stock in hydrochloroquine, but but you forget people who have lupus, they need that drug. That's why they were telling one, it does not work, and it's made for people who have autoimmune. Which that particular auto without that drug, you know, which it also lowers their immune system, you know, which would make them susceptible at high risk for the coronavirus. So you didn't want that's another reason the doctor said, look, one, it doesn't work, and two, the people who really need it. You should not be telling folks to go out and buy this drug because if it gets if it comes flying off the shelves, what about the people who truly need it? Which would people who have lupus, other autoimmune uh, uh, diseases? They need drugs like that. That's what you know it's for. So he he definitely I think he was really pushing that. And if he can go find some other chick, some other African chick to you know spouse and stuff you know someone with you know. fewer fewer references to uh, demon sperm and alien DNA. And the lizard, yeah. the lizard Sorry. people. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, you know, like the, the cicadas come back every 17 years, depending on where you are. It's the, that's just how cicadas roll. Uh, but I, it just, that's one of the things that I love about election years is the, that lizard people make a comeback because you don't really hear much about the lizard people in between election years. And it, like I said, not a conspiracy theorist, but if, 
if we did have a conspiracy, I mean, you know, the miniseries and uh, TV movie V was huge when I was a kid. Lizard people hey, running the show. The, it the makes. Within. Remember the movie? Oh yeah. Yeah, that was a cicada. Remember mm-hmm. he became yeah. Way before your time, Cat, but uh, it was a movie. There was some really was, fucked uh, up shit on network television before we had cable. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah it, it was a movie called The Beast Within. And again, the, uh, they had a car accident and he raped this, uh, ended up raping this woman and her son became a, a cicada. Wasn't the day then he split out of his back and all that? Yeah, it's, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, God. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. Wow, that sounds like a horrible movie. <laughs> It was. It was one. It was almost up there with uh, Porky's. But back to talking about lizard people. You know that's a conspiracy theory. That that's an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory because lizard people is just coded language for Jews. So I don't know if you guys knew that. Actually, but, no, uh, I didn't. That, that is, is one fact. of the few. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, being yeah, being part of the whole Zionist conspiracy, which is why I am running this showbiz empire here. Yeah, I did not. I did not know that lizard people were part of the tribe. Yeah, so they say that um, many of the people who are in the secret cabal of lizard people are Jewish. And then there's also another version of it where they say Jews are really shape-shifting reptiles from outer space. So there's a lot of anti-Semitism wrapped up into those reptile things. Well, I mean, that makes sense because what really seems more plausible? Uh, Moses parting the Red Sea and leading the, the nation of Israel through as they are escaping slavery in Egypt, or a bunch of basilisks, also known as the Jesus lizards, just running across the top of a body of water. That's that's <laughs> actually, that's a fun image to Google. Look, you, look you for know, the guys uh, who come video, slow motion you know, video just, of basilisks running. It's, it's really quite awesome. I, I tell you, the people who come up with these conspiracy theorists, I mean, you know, uh, it, whether, you know, you it, it and, and they didn't just start now i mean you can go all the way back many times in in history you know of what people thought of certain things you know um it's amazing well speaking you know this is a sort of a weird segue but it actually makes sense and we're going to start off with a weird question but how much how much do you guys know about caligula the the roman emperor not the the porn film from the 70s I did an episode of Villains of History on him. It's unaired, but no, no, it is aired. We did one on Caligula and Nero. Oh, right. And he was freaking horrible. Yeah. He, I think it's like the, it's in the first season, first half of the first season, like episode seven with the Fizza Dasani. But yeah, he, he was into orgies and then ultimately he was killed by his own secret service not because he had orgies because he was just killing people left and right like he was like oh it would be funny if i killed you oh let me slash your throat oh cool blood like he was a freaking psychopath yeah yeah he was a he was a complete nut and one of one of his ideas like he impregnated his sister wife and he he thought he was a god and so, you know, sitting around one day thinking, uh, oh, well, if I'm a god, that means my sister's a god. And if we have a baby, it's going to be like a double god, which is going to be more powerful than me. And we can't have that. Can't have something more powerful than me. But if I, if I take the baby out of her and 
eat it, then I'll be like a triple god. Roman Empire. Hard to imagine yeah. how oh they fell. So, so he impregnated his sister and then ate the baby? Right. Killing his sister in the process, which is why nobody calls that a Caligulan. Uh, it's just a cesarean. When you when you take the baby out, that it's wow. a Caligulan. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Don't want to go there. It will seriously jeopardize your medical license. So, just a note. So one of the one of the other big stories this week was that Facebook finally threw up some warnings on something that Trump posted when he like posted part of his interview with with Fox and Friends which he had to do to soothe his ego after the Axios interview. But it was the, the segment where he said that, you know, children are basically immune to the coronavirus. So if you're wondering why the fuck is he talking about an ancient Roman emperor eating his baby from his sister wife's belly, when Trump starts talking about Oh, well, yeah, you know, children are basically immune. And just thinking about how batshit crazy his crowd has been in searching for a, a cure and believing the, the various con men of right-wing and evangelistic podcasting and broadcasting. A again, in much more normal times, this would just come into my mind and yeah well that's ridiculous be disregarded but the idea that that trump you know and especially with the QAnon people and glane maxwell and that whole so thing he, like you think he's promoting eating babies as a cure i i'm thinking <laughs> i i'm not saying that he is but i'm thinking it would be you know rational quote unquote in the the realm of conspiracy theorists to maybe suggest I'm that he is steps ahead of you because <laughs> there already is a conspiracy theory that democrats are injecting themselves with baby blood that that's why democrats are so crazy about abortions is that we eat baby parts because we have the, we encourage the abortions and we secretly take the baby parts and we ingest them so we can be more powerful and it's like you guys it's just botox and restylane like, yeah. that's how we stay young. There's no baby parts involved. <laughs> but um, I would say, uh, I would say it's, it goes, as, it, I'd, I'd go, Dave, uh, right around with when all the intellectuals of the 16 and 1700s were trying to find out that Africans were inferior to whites and they would find all kinds of things like they sleep with monkeys, black women, uh, black women, female slaves are, are hypersexual. But that didn't stop them from sleeping with them. But, you know, it's that type of thing because every time it's, it's well, we got to fix this. Well, they're Christian, but they're a slave. But, you know, you can't be a slave and be a Christian. There's got to be a problem here. You, you can even go far as that when they were, you know, if we're going to start talking conspiracy theory, that's how they thought back then because they were trying to say that we couldn't learn, we couldn't read, we couldn't do this, and it's going to be a problem. And Trump is putting out stuff that's stating, well, they're immune. The kids are immune. Uh, they hold the bird. And when it, it's the reason why they really got on him, because the children have more of, of the virus within their nose that could knock out an adult. 
you know, I mean, if, if you know about uh, school teachers and, and school kids, a five-year-old can put, one five-year-old could put four adults on their back for the flu wow. season. Okay, that's how much, I mean, they may say, oh, well, he's a, yeah, that's because he's got it in him. If he comes in with a runny nose, he's sneezing. If you're an adult, you can cancel Christmas. Your ass is going down. <laughs> and this kid, this five-year-old can wipe you out. We must and pray that the children never get this information. <laughs> yes. And, and they've known this. And that's, why and that's why they went to Dr. Fauci and they said, no, you, can, you can't spread this type of stuff. This is this ignorance that's being spread. And then, you know, the little girl who got kicked out of, she got suspended for posting the picture yeah. of, the, of, the, of the hallway. But she got. I found during on the Flipboard they say she got. She they canceled the suspension. Well, they canceled the mm -hmm. suspension. Yeah, because the, so the head of the letters. school district. Well, I I think it's because he realized like the best thing we can do for for the school district right now is get her in a situation where she is not free to speak to the media all day. So yeah, oh, uh, that's true. yeah. Let's get her back in school at least limit her, her interview time to lunch hour and when she's at home. But yeah, that's, you know, it's, it's funny because another one of those, Hey, you know, uh, wow, I'm old. But I remember when I was a kid, school always started the week after Labor Day. Like Labor Day was, it was the end of summer. You had, you know, the telethon and barbecues and enjoy it now because you're back in school on Monday sucks to be you and it, it also helped that like in chicago and you know other parts of the midwest labor day weekend is like right when you get that and i i don't know what we're calling it now that we're probably not allowed to call it indian summer anymore but that like it's not fall but you lose the humidity of summer and you get a little bit of the coolness of fall like incoming for about a week the weather is just like perfect and that was like usually around labor day but i the kids you know it, it's funny to me seeing it's like wait it's just the beginning of august why is why are people talking about kids going back to school why are notebooks on sale at vaughn's you know it's like mm -hmm. oh you noticed that too huh <laughs> Yeah, well, and I realize they, you know, they've changed stuff, and I don't have kids, so I don't pay attention to the to the school year schedule. But my sister's a, a college professor, and you know, I have other friends who are teachers, both here in LA and around the country. And it's yeah, it, it's just disturbing. It's, we've seen the Republicans doing this whole thing. We've talked about this on the show a lot about how. Cart and and then horse. No, no, it doesn't work. Horse and then cart. You got to do things in the right order if they want to work. And that's what we have to do with reopening the economy. And that's what we have to do with reopening the schools. If you don't do like serious things to mitigate and stop the spread of the virus, anything you do beyond that is going to be tainted. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you when they're constantly like this battle right now, when you're sitting and watching a bunch of millionaires who are in our Congress controlling whether uh, uh, an American citizen can have six hundred funky dollars that that I don't know if you've seen what's the guy, uh, uh, Larry Klugman. Mm -hmm. I mean, th yeah, 
they should not have him speak because he will make you angry. Well, I mean, they're not going to want to come to work. I mean, they just, just should go to work. And, you know, that's $600. Just, how are you, who made you God well, to say that the average American, that $600 is for you to state how much money I get when I'm living it? Especially that $600 ain't shit in California. Yeah, it does not. It does not go far. I mean, that money dissolves. I mean, and if we're going to put it back into the economy, and if you you look at it, we don't want to become socialists. Damn, you're already there. <laughs> Give up the money so these people can survive. What are you? What are you stupid? Well, you and know, I, we get people. I I could be wrong on this, but my guess on why the White House keeps putting people like Larry Kudlow and 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 Peter Navarro on television is because oh, God, that, in, in comparison, they almost make the president look smart. Oh boy! You, you know yeah. it's it's like that old thing: you want to look thinner, surround yourself with fat people. Kind of the same thing, you know. Trump surrounds himself with idiots, so he looks smart in comparison. Yeah, but you know, as, as some people would say, out of uh, uh, some more out of touch white guys. These are a bunch of old ass white men. You hate to go hood on people, but dude, you guys do not relate to what anybody that are fr- or frontline workers. You don't even relate to them. You don't relate to anything. These women and, and men that have to go to work and deal with this shit, and you're going to say it's a hoax, and people are just dropping like. How about the 17 year old kid who lost both of his parents? Within 11 days, he's 17 years old. Boom, gone. But yet you're steady. I got some jackass in North Dakota where they're going to put, or the South Dakota where they're going to have the motorcycle. Oh, the Sturgis biker rally. Yeah. Yeah. Although, (laughs) not a slight on the the bikers that I have, have known or met over the years, but from a lot of the bikers that I've known or met over the years and like reading Hunter S Thompson's book about the hell's angels, uh, brilliantly titled hell's angels. I would think if anyone has an advanced immune system, it's gotta be bikers because the amount of shit that they catch in, you know, the, the day to day of biker life would, would, put these these school kids you know we're talking about how how school children are petri dishes dude bikers like their white blood cells are they're they're the ones who are like we got this syphilis in their community is insane (laughs) (laughs) more chlamydia than an old age home i mean it's you know if there's if there's one thing bikers are good at it's fighting and their bodies are, are also used to fighting so yeah i think they're being idiots but yeah, I saw. That's the question my sister always. My sister lives in Florida, and she always asks the question: Why would these poor ass white folks want to hold the buckets for the for Republicans? Why <laughs> have they done this? She said. She said, "I I don't get it." She said, "Rick Scott and DeSantis have screwed these people for years, and they're keeping it going." He said. She said, "This is a service community." She said the state of Florida is a, a service community driven uh, uh, state. All these people are on the front lines and they are. She said, I'm not surprised. She said, I, I'm afraid to go anywhere because my sister's in her 60s. And so she's like, I'm not trying to go out there and deal with that shit. She said, but these people are hard headed and you can't tell them anything. They love Trump. Except for the people, what's the, what's the villages, 
Yeah, he's losing his people over there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, attrition. Uh, you kill off enough of your voters. Like we were saying on the show last week, the uh, the tobacco industry's business model doesn't necessarily work for politics. <laughs> yeah. You can only kill um, so many I just, of your voters. I feel like people on the, on the right right now, Trump supporters, it's kind of like... Kind of like that movie Speed, which I've never actually seen. The one with the bus and it goes really fast with Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. I've never seen it, but the gist of it is it's a bus and it's going really fast and they can't stop it and they're going to go off a cliff or some shit. Um, Yeah, there's a bomb on the bus that that if the bus goes lower than 55 miles an hour, the bomb's going to blow up. So they have to keep going fast, which... I'm like, drive on a freeway in California when it's nighttime. It's always above 55. What are you talking about? This is well, not. But a, it's, that's a, the thing. It is. Doesn't seem like it's daytime, and LA daytime can't really, you know, especially oh. on the freeways. It's yeah. It's actually I haven't seen it in a, in a long time, so I don't know if it holds up. But it is a lot of fun. Good performances from the Keanu and Sandra. Momentum. That's yes, why, <laughs> that's why I mentioned it. Well, uh, it it really is. It's like a bus going full speed, and they can't turn. They can't turn, or their brain's gonna crash. And that's why they just can't fathom anything outside of the realm where their mind already is. If that makes sense. Like I once tried to have a conversation with someone. So I was at one of those protests for Nicaragua. And the thing about Nicaraguan people is they're a little bit like Cubans where they tend to lean right. Not mm-hmm. all of them, but some of the older ones tend to lean right. And um, I'm I'm walking along. This old man is like, you know, God bless Trump. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> no one is even talking <laughs> about that. And, um, and the guy made some comments about keeping people out at the border. And I was just like, what? Don't you know about the kids at the border? But... I couldn't even have that conversation because he just looked so confused at me because he's like, how could you even question that he's great? Like, it's just, they are so deep in it, so deep in it that you're just not going to, you're not going to pull him out. That's as bad as Larry Elder and his video called Uncle Tom. Oh, boy. And Yeah. uh, Chris Rubio had me. Do you know Chris, uh, Kat? Chris Rubio. Yeah, Chris yeah. Rubio. He's a musical comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris had me had me watch that, and I said, "Chris, don't ever do that again." <laughs> so, so I was like, I, "I was like, just the name." I said, "One, know your history." Uncle Tom helped the slaves. Uncle Tom was not the sellout; it was Sambo. And I said, two, it's really stupid, and they've they've now wearing as a badge of courage now to be called a. An Uncle Tom. I said, and I, when I saw Lawrence Elder, I knew it was from Larry. I said, but just and had Herman Cain and Candace uh, Owens in it, all about black people becoming about black people being Republicans and everything. I was like, no. Well, you know, it, it I mean, bad. when when has like drinking the Kool Aid and and towing the the party line under Trump ever been bad for any of those people, except for Herman Cain? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's a little bit hey, of an that's effect. That's why Harriet Tubman carried a shotgun with her when they <laughs> joined an underground railroad. If you tried to go back, if you were a slave driver, she would shoot your ass dead. She said it. Well, as, yeah. as long as we're we're talking about the the racial element of politics, one of the other big stories this week was Kanye West being in in the presidential race, and uh, uh, there was there was an editorial in uh, the the Hill which is a, a pretty conservative, you know, yep. although not batshit right wing, you know, every once in a while they do have like reasonable Republican editorials and, and things that aren't 
completely Fox News, OAN kind of shit. But uh, it was an art- you referenced the article earlier, Time, about you know how they're basically going to have to do a complete teardown, like the right. you know the to to use uh, things that I've learned from house flipping shows. The the Republican Party no longer has good bones. Uh, it's it's a total teardown, uh, you know, not even a renovation. But one of the things that uh, was written in the article was Republicans are so desperate they've even enlisted the celebrity in the midst of a mental breakdown to drain voters from Biden. And I read that and thought, and they're also trying to run Kanye, <laughs> Trump dis. Thank you. Uh, yeah. But the, the, yeah, the, it's uh, no. I like. I just kind of want to open it up, like. What the fuck? What is what is going on with the Republican Party? And I I do not, you know, have like any illusions what, about how intelligent people got, are uh, in mass. They've got a Gen X bro running all their strategy is what's going on. Like this strategy. Okay, look, what if we run Kanye? Black people love Kanye. Black people love Biden. They're going to have to choose, man. Like this is the guy who parties at spring break being thrown into running a campaign. Like put a suit on him, (laughs) give him Propecia or something for his bald spot and then make him run a campaign. Like it's just dumb. It's just dumb logic. It's just clearly not a well thought out strategy. It's just like what somebody on the outside of politics thinks that strategy is supposed to be. You know what I mean? It's that's how I see it. Yeah. It's well, yeah, you know, Dave. When um, that's true, because Biden opened his mouth this weekend. Uh, well, before the weekend this week, which I'm like, dude, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, I don't want you speaking when you start talking about what? Are you, what are you, cocaine? Well, I look like, did you take uh, take a drug to interview me? And I'm like, come on, man. It's the whole, you know, are you not black if you don't vote for me? Shut up. Quit trying. I hate when white people try to be cool. All right? Because, <laughs> you know, it's just, it just be white. That's all I want you to do. Even my white friends. Well, be just, white. Just not, black, just be, not that white. <laughs> right. You know, just be what you are. You know, hey. And so when you go and grab a guy like Kanye, who said that slavery was just like they were on vacation, dude, I mean, shut up. That's when, you know, I mean, and I, you know, God rest her soul. His mom was, was, uh, you know, passed away. But it, the reason why she passed was because of her vanity, because she went out and, and tried to have a tummy tuck and a breast lift. And a, the doctors told her, don't do it. She did it anyway. She was dead in two weeks. Mm. They told her, don't do it. Your, your heart but she looked take, fabulous. Don't do it. And so they, they told him, dude, shut your mouth. Black people even told him, okay? Dude, if you ain't on your meds, don't speak. Well, now, and that's be a, they claim he's a musical. They claim he's a musical genius, but this isn't music. This is this is politics. This is people's livelihood. This is socialism. You know, I mean, you got to know how to 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 talk to the masses as well as you know talk to it. Just because you have money doesn't make you smart. You know, so don't play that game. Now you're talking about getting in politics, and the fact that he thought he could run for president. That just tells you where our politics have gotten it. Hey, anybody, you know, where's Mr. Ed? Just pull him out and make Mr. Ed the, the run for <laughs> office. I mean, are you no. kidding? The peanut butter budget at the White House would be through the roof. Oh, yeah. So they got Mr. Ed to, to talk on camera. There's a little, little bit of peanut My butter heart in the really mouth. My goes out. My, 
My heart goes out, though, to Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. I got to nah. say, like, dealing with mental illness is no joke and much worse on the stage, on the national and world stage. Because that's really what this is. At the end of the day, it is Trump's strategy people taking advantage of a person with mental illness. Like, that's clearly the deal. It's all they needed. Like, yeah. they already have someone who's vulnerable and manipulatable. They just need to get someone in his inner circle to go... Do it. I will support you. Run for office. Do but, it. Do it. It's, see, that's no, that's no, the thing. Now, it's now, having so that inner circle. Are, that's why I don't feel sorry. Free. What's that, Timon? I can't hear you, Dave. Yeah, Timon, you were saying? I said black folks are going to roast his ass for this. They're well, not, they, they haven't. I mean, any brothers that's out there who are falling for the Trump crap, you know, or black women, any one of them. They're not. They, black people are going, you know, they're not saying that Joe Biden's the greatest. Don't try to play them for 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 thorough. This this is they hate it when you just flat out try to show that they're ignorant. You know, they're saying that black people are just stupid and they're going to fall for this. Now there are some that probably will, but on the majority, those that know their history that are woke, they know that what they're trying to do with Kanye and he's just out there running his mouth and this will cost him. They they pushed him to the side. Ice Cube and all the rest of them have already spoke up. Like, dude, just shut up. Ain't nobody listening to you. So if you, if you want to play that role, go ahead. But black people in general are going forward, you know, trying to get something done. They know Joe Biden isn't the greatest thing, but it's better than what we have. That's what they're basically saying. They'll take it, but they don't, they've not re- they don't really want him. But Joe is at least in the middle. Yeah, I think, I think one of the things with Biden is that it is the ability to learn. And one of the, one of the, most important things in leadership is surrounding yourself with good people and by good people that means you know people who are smart people who know their you know know their job i not it, i say that and it sounds like like they know their lane they keep but no they are they are experts in their field they have knowledge experience all this and they are willing to disagree with you and recognizing that, I think, is is key to leadership, and that is something that Biden has that Trump definitely doesn't. You know, I mean, the guy surrounds himself with yes men and and people who enable his ridiculous ideas and give him even more ridiculous ideas on top of his. So, going back to what you were saying, Kat, that's why I have no sympathy for for Kim and Kanye. Yeah, at base, the idea of someone who has a mental illness that isn't being treated properly, being taken advantage of by the power structure, you strip it down to that. Yeah, there's there's a lot of sympathy for someone in that situation. But then when you, you make it Kim and Kanye and the fact that <laughs> they have, well, no, like they have the, the money and the the ability to get the help that's needed right and and they don't they also surround themselves with yes men and take that very trumpian it is what it is kind of attitude and it's like hey you knew what you were signing up for when you when you married each other well they also i mean they you know they're, they're turning it when they speak it all sounds like a reality tv show you don't really know if they're being truthful or not just because they shed some tears they do that every day They've turned their life into a reality TV show. 
you know, that's as bad as Tony Braxton saying the other day that, you know, she uses a vibrator to smooth out her skin. Why would you say that? I'm like, go back to singing music. What do you put out? I use a vibrator on my face because it, the, the, it, it really smooths out the skin. You, you know what? That's be, not even the craziest thing women do for their youth. Like, that's, well, and I was going to say, like, look at all the crazy Yeah. Well, look at all the crazy shit Gwyneth Paltrow. Whoa, 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 whoa. What did you say, Kat? I said some women eat placenta. Holy moly. Oh, yeah. You, as, a, as a, the vibrator thing is really not a big deal. That's pretty low key. Well, it's like it's like a low budget wow. goop. If if you do not want to spend the money for jade vagina eggs, uh, you could just run a vibrator over your face. Hey, it's it's cheaper, it's easier, and you can probably you know it's it's like a great daytime TV segment. Here's something fun you can do to make your skin look better with things you already have lying around the house. Come on in. It's craft time. This is this is also why I don't work in daytime television. But no, I mean, look at look at Goop and and what Gwyneth Paltrow has done. And how can like how can you blame Tony Braxton for saying I'm going to get in on some of that money? Well, I'm not I mean, but I'm just saying, you know, here you are. It's it's you know, it's these people are speaking up and um, that tells you where the, the American people are. I'm not going to say all of them, but the fact that you would allow a guy like Kanye because he can rap, you're now going to say that I want him to speak for me politically, because and that and by by us, you know, no, I wouldn't say me, but by people voting for Trump, it opens that door. So can we go back to actually finding people who actually can speak on politics and actually understand how to? do particular things i mean because we can't just keep letting in anybody man i mean that trump's got to be it they got i know i know republicans what do you think what do you guys think i think they're going to be done for at least eight years you'll never see another republican like they're going to this is really going to set them back if, if we well, can get him is, out this is November. assuming that the election goes properly and that the election is not challenged or contested you know, they're already laying down the groundwork to create doubt around mail-in ballots. And we know that mail-in ballot voting is going to be huge for this election because of the coronavirus. So they're setting they're setting the stage for that. They're also fucking with the post office. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering, okay, are they going to rig the post office or, or pressure the post office to rig the election because they're threatening to unfund it? They've been going, oh, we're, we're cutting your funding, we're cutting your funding. Well, he's well, got his buddy in there as the at the at the as the postmaster, the guy who donated 1.5 million to his campaign. He's got that guy running it, and so I don't know if you saw Elizabeth Warren. They're doing an audit. They're right now. They're doing an audit on the post office because he's cutting the staffing. Mm-hmm. He's trying to cut down staffing and cut out overtime, and that's why Trump keeps saying, "I don't think they can handle." What's going to happen? That's because he's got this guy telling him that. But Elizabeth Warren and her boys are coming at him. And I hope Elizabeth can get him because she definitely said that. She said, hey, we're coming after you. So well, you better be able to tell me where it's going. And in Honestly, a very- I'm just so sad. I'm really upset and sad about what's going on in our country right now and how they're undermining the election results before we've even had the election. This is stuff that I used to talk about with my uncles in Nicaragua. 
And, you know, I have specific memories. We'd be at the ice cream shop and there'd be, you know, stray dogs walking in. There'd be kids trying to sell us bubble gum from outside the ice cream shop. Like, <laughs> this is the straight up developing world, you guys, talking about their election. And I would sit there and I would be fascinated. Wow, it's so different over here in Nicaragua, in Central America, from what we have. I'm so grateful for what we have. I never thought in my lifetime we'd be talking about that same shit here. Bananas. It is yeah. tragic and so sad. We are basically a third world country in terms of democracy right, right now. Right. No, we're getting Absolutely there. Absolutely right. Because they're taking the out. And when you see how they're playing with people's lives right now, the fact that McConnell had that bill sitting on his desk for three months and he has not done anything to, you know, to put money. You saw what was coming. You were told back in December about this virus. It is now, what is, what are we, six, seven, no, eight months in? Eight months in, 160,000 people. And what, how many out of work? 30 million? How many out of work do we have? Uh, I honestly, I don't have the figures. I think it was like five, I think it was like five it's, but it's, it's to the point that, okay, people say, well, I don't want to lose my business, but hey, you know, why can't we? Why can't you make it two thousand dollars? Give these people the money. I don't care what it is. We're paying taxes anyway. You're already you're already paying taxes. Give the people the money that they put into the federal government so they can get back on their feet. We're going to put it back into the economy and spend it. We are a. That's how we survive is by putting money into our economy. And on that note, it's it's not just a thing of why are you guys unwilling to help. You know, the actual people of the country, but also what's going on with that? What is it? $500 billion slush fund that, that Mnuchin has with no transparency. What's, right. what's going on with that? Who's that going to instead of right. Joe lunchbox and Jill lunchbox? Cause everyone can eat lunch. It's, it's ridiculous that, you know, there's, there's like no accountability, which right. sort of lends itself to that sort of conspiracy theory that I was pitching before, but let's try and wrap things up on, on a positive note, good news this week. And something that I, it, it feels like there was a lot of shit, like in the plus column this week with the, the story that broke in the New York times about, uh, the, the subpoena, that was served to Deutsche Bank earlier this year, and they complied. Subpoena from the, the Southern District of New York uh, going towards getting Trump's bank records and you know all the information from the Trump organizations. The the you know SDNY Cy Vance saying, you know, when when Trump's lawyer said, Oh, this is overly broad, what you guys are trying to get. And he was like, Well, no, it's it's the perfect width because we aren't just it it was like a very game show moment. It's like we're not we're not just investigating Trump for campaign fraud with payoffs to to Karen McDougal and Stormy Daniels. Tell them what else we're, we're investigating, you know, and the curtain opens and the fanfare swells. And well, <laughs> behind curtain number one, we've got criminal bank fraud. We've got insurance fraud. And how much would you bid for all of this? So there, there is some sort of hope in the same week. 
that an appeals court ruled that E. Jean Carroll's defamation lawsuit against Donald Trump uh, for saying that she lied when she said that he raped her and she's got the dress to prove it. Uh, appeals court said, yeah, that, that can go ahead. So there, there are things that, you know, it, it almost feels like when nothing, it seems like nothing good is happening in terms of taking this corrupt administration down, like getting a few things, it starts to feel like, oh my God, they're like rope-a-doping them, you know? It, it's all right. coming at once. And you wonder about the timing. If, if it's all to sort of get him off his footing and to say stupid things like Yosemites and, and Thailand and, and well, Biden it is what state, it is. Dave, that he will, he will seek an indictment. Biden stated if he, got, if he got elected, he would seek an indictment of Trump. He would have all of them uh, to go to, you know, to have them investigated. So I hope so. Yeah, all of them. I, 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 I mean, whenever you watch these interviews that that they do, whether it's Navarro or Clue, uh, Larry Klugman or Clue, I don't know why I want to call him, you know, Cudlow. <laughs> Jack, Cudlow. Yeah, Cudlow. Um, it's, maybe yeah, you're thinking of Cudlow. Quincy, um, Jack, Jack Klugman. Yeah, I'm thinking of Jack. Uh, but uh, when they interview these people and they keep, they're asking the right questions and they're avoiding it. They're just jumping and you get frustrated because you're saying this is a waste of time because they're going to spend a majority of their time not answering the question. They're going to go around it as much as possible. And, um, that's why I love the Lincoln project so much because they're throwing it right at Trump. They're hitting him. You think Deutsche Bank with the appeals coming at them, they're hitting him from all over and he can't answer. He can't go. He's all oh, fake news. It's a hoax. It's this. It's, no, fucker. This is coming at you, and they're hitting you with every with every combination they can throw at you. Because you got Republicans, you got generals, you got prosecutors, you got anybody ever. They're all jumping on there, and they're Republicans and Democrats and Independents. They want him gone. They want this guy gone. He is really ruining America in four years. This is not an eight-year deal. This dude is doing this within a four-year span. And, and this is coming, and the pandemic was just icing on the cake. I mean, because he just, <laughs> he really got exposed. He just really did. I mean, you, you say, oh, he's, he's riding on this whole economy thing. And here, when once the pandemic showed up and he didn't respond, bam, got well, it. And that's, you know, now that's you, the whole idea is when he's challenged on this and he tries to shift the blame to China and, oh, it never should have gotten out of China. Well, it did. So what are you, what are you going to do about that? Like, you know, don't, let's not talk about what should have been. And that's, that leads us, that's the segue into talking about the, the outside of what they're doing to the post office and what they're doing to the census. One of my other big worries is the, the Bernie bros and third party advocates who much like in 2016 are all about arguing how things should be and ignoring the facts about how things actually are. Well, uh, they interviewed Bernie Sanders, and Bernie Sanders has been talking to his people to support Joe Biden and to stop with the, the whatever this conspiracy theory from the, the Bernie boroughs. Basically, you know, he's telling them, look, we first got before you can get anything, he said, you know, 
Joe's the middle guy. They know this. But they said, Bernie even stated, you know, let's get him in there first before we can push our agenda. But we got to get rid of Trump first. That's what he's been trying to explain to the Bernie bros. Bernie's been saying this. Look, man, you may not like what Joe's doing, but we definitely don't like Trump. So we got to get rid of Trump before we can put our game plan together. It's just common sense. Right. So whatever they're saying. Well, true. yeah, but common sense is in short supply these days. You know, I mean, it goes back to what we were saying earlier, you know, with putting the cart before the horse. And that's that's the problem with these folks, you know, in the, the dreamland of how things should be, is they don't seem to understand that you have to get rid of Trump first. That is that is the most important thing. And the way you do that is by voting for the Democratic candidate at this point, presumably Joe Biden. Because until you do that, nothing is going to move forward. And yeah, you're not going to get everything you want from Joe Biden, but you're going to get closer to accomplishing your goals or finding some sort of compromise that isn't going to happen with Donald Trump. And it isn't going to happen with whatever candidate third party tool you're going to vote for because they are never going to be president unless they run for one of the major parties or unless things change drastically in our electoral system in the next four years. But it sure as shit isn't going to happen by this November. So you vote in the system that you have, not the system that you want. And then you actually spend time working for the system that you want and trying to make that come about. But I about. want it now. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, I blame microwave ovens. It's the first time I saw someone like, getting antsy and yelling at a microwave oven because their popcorn wasn't ready. That was like one of the first signs of the apocalypse for me. It's like, ah, yeah, we're doomed. Like, first of all, come on, microwave popcorn over making it yourself on the stovetop. No wrong. But second of all, like we need to take time for things, you know, operation warp speed, I'm I'm sure shit not going to be in the first wave of people to uh, to take a vaccine that's that's come up with in a rush. I don't even download an operating system for my phone until they're like third generation. I think we got the bugs out. I mean, cause yeah, he even spoke I have some up. thoughts on that vaccine, though, by the way. But. Yeah, he just he just stated, I mean, it'll be I mean, Trump told another fat one uh, by stating that, well, yeah, by the, by November 3rd, we should have a vaccine. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. You know, and just just putting it out there, and that's. I'm just picturing like a little vial, like with with crudely drawn letters in a sharpie, like V A X S E N E. You know, with the E's written backwards and squiggly. Uh, vaccine, we got it. Here it is. And if you vote for me, you can have it for the low low price. I don't know, Cat. You you were saying you have some thoughts on the vaccine. Oh yeah, uh, my. I've been following it for, for my day job, reading a lot about the vaccines that are in development. Uh, if you can, get the AstraZeneca, not the Moderna. Uh, reason being, the 
AstraZeneca vaccine is a modification of existing vaccines for similar viruses, where or they've just added, a, they've tweaked it so that way it responds to the spike proteins from the coronavirus and therefore recognizes and develops antibodies for the coronavirus. Whereas the Moderna vaccine, oh, by the way, an AstraZeneca big company already established. AstraZeneca is not like Moderna. Moderna is the other company that is kind of neck and neck with them in developing the first vaccine. Moderna is a startup and the type of vaccine they have, I want to say it's a mRNA vaccine, uh, is not one that they've ever used before. It's a brand new type of vaccine never used in humans. So that one is like from scratch, reinventing the wheel. So point being, get the AstraZeneca if you have, like, check which company you're getting the vaccine from, get that one. If it's going to be, if you're going to go early on, which I know I am, I'm going to get it as soon as I can. But it's going to be AstraZeneca, not Moderna. I'm not going to touch the Moderna vaccine for a good three years. Why? So are, are you that's, suggesting that's that, that a medical startup could possibly, I don't know, be like Theranos or something where it's all just a scam? <laughs> yes. Crazy. Yeah, that's... that kind of falls into to my vision of the uh the crudely labeled vaccine um mm-hmm. yeah I, I remember years ago there was a series of psas talking about when you buy pot then your money is going to you know your dealer and then it ultimately it goes back to the cartels and the people who are killing americans and so their message was don't do drugs and what i got from it was know your dealer you know, like I was saying earlier about, about the after-school specials, it's like, I, I get what you're saying here, even though it's not what you think you're saying. You know, I'm an American. I'm going to interpret things to my advantage as I may, That which is why we have house parties in the Hollywood Hills with nobody wearing masks and YouTube stars being able to afford mansions and, and mass arsenals. Can't imagine why that would be a bad idea. Yeah, um, yeah. But you can still get shot at those parties too, as they've proven. Yeah, proven. yeah. Was it was it uh, Megan the Stallion who got shot in the foot? A couple she weeks got, ago, well, she got shot at a party, but she. But there was a that that party you're talking about, where they had in Beverly Hills. Someone was shot at that party and got killed. Yeah, yeah. a woman. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, there's so, uh, you, know. you know we're embracing the all the wrong parts of all the dystopian post-apocalyptic you know sci-fi that I spent a lifetime watching. Yeah. Kind of a shame. Ah. What a weird world. <laughs> well, and it well, keeps... wasn't that the Wicked Witch of the West? What a world! <laughs> what a world! What a world! I'm melting! What a world! Well, one one final thing, and just an observation. I was talking earlier about the shitstorm of legal decisions that are falling against Donald Trump personally, which has been delightful to watch. But like on, on Monday or Tuesday, Rachel Maddow was running footage from Michael Cohen's testimony in front of Congress. And the way he kept saying, Mr. Trump, it just totally reminded me of Ned Beatty in Superman, the movie. As as Otis uh-huh. said, oh, Mr. Luthor, Mr. Luthor, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> and it, I don't know, it just, uh, it made me want to watch Superman the movie, so I might have to do that this weekend. <laughs> yeah, Abby something, Abby, 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 <laughs> Abby what, Abby, Abby, 
Is Abby something? They said Abby Norm. Abby Normal? Abby Norm. <laughs> <laughs> Young Frankenstein, also a great movie. <laughs> Abby Normal. Ah, strange times, but uh, welcome to them. It's, it's a beautiful day in Los Angeles. And with that, I think we should uh, go out and stay away from other people. So uh, I want to thank you guys for, for being here with me on this fine saturday morning cat alvarado always a pleasure should you so desire uh what do you got coming up where people can catch you online or in person or what's what's happening in the world of cat if you want to know when i'm gonna do shows follow me on instagram at the cat alvarado that's c-a-t-a-l-v-a-r-a-d-o and watch my instagram stories because that's where i post all of my shows that's where you can find it it's all there Right on. Well, thank you for being here with us today. Always great to have you on. Mr. Time and Ship, always a pleasure to have you as well. Should you so desire, where can people catch up? What is happening in the world of Time and Ship online or in person or wherever you want them to? Uh, Time and Ship at Instagram, Time and Ship at Facebook, and Time and Ship at Twitter. Yeah, and uh, you can get my book, My East St. Louis, on Amazon.com as well as my comedy CD, Universal Brother, which is on Spotify and iTunes. I am doing a, a my first Zoom comedy show. I sound like an old fart um, <laughs> doing comedy on a, a Zoom deal, but that's going to be tonight, uh, doing a Zoom comedy show at 8 o'clock. Yeah, for the, uh, I think it's for um, AA group that they normally do it for, with David Laszlo. Oh, right on. Cool. Well, your first your first show is is the first step. Admitting admitting yeah. that you have a show. First yeah. step. Uh, well, Which thank I you. Don't normally tell people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Zoom. What else are you going to do? Enjoy yourself. Uh, well, thank you for being here, time and me. I am Doctor David Robinson. You can find me on the Facebook at Doctor David Robinson on Twitter. I am at stand up fall down and if you've made it this far into the show you probably already know but it bears repeating that we are on the socials on facebook we are let's be treasonable all spelled out on the twitter we are at l-e-t-s-b-t-r-e-a-s-o-n-a-b-l we take off the ease and pass the savings on to you the listener speaking of you the listener want to thank you for listening if you liked what you heard tell everyone you know and rate and review us on the platforms where you're listening and if you have the time go to some of the platforms where you're not listening and rate and review us there too if you didn't like it that's fine you don't tell anyone we won't tell anyone everyone's happy capiche i want to thank everybody for being involved in this thing today and we will be back with more next week hopefully you will too until then goodbye, goodbye. <laughs>